Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Optimal. Why do I say that the same time, every same way every time? I just do. Uh, I'm a creature of habit. What can I say? Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm Real Sean McCormick on Instagram. You can go to OptimalPerformancePodcast.com to get sweet deals on biohacking gear. And I'm just going to talk for just a quick moment before we dive into part two of my conversation with Dr. Ted Achacoso. Um, I'm working on something very special. And in order for this thing to work, in order for me to bring this to you, I need to co- I need to connect with you guys um, on a one-to-one basis. Um, I'm looking for people who are interested in basically piloting this new program that I'm developing. And uh, in order to do that, I need to connect with you somehow. So what I'm asking for you is to email me, Sean at seanmccormick.com or send me a dm on instagram i know a lot of you follow me there at real sean mccormick or at optimal performance podcast on instagram reach out with me and say hey i'm in i want to try it whatever it is i'm in trust me this is the type of thing that you're going to really be interested in um it's it's a custom approach to optimal performance that is curated specifically for you and what you want to work on I'll just say that for now. I'm going to continue to tease this thing, but in order for this to work, I need to I need to you know connect with some of you uh, personally. So reach out, send me a DM, send me an email, and say, hey, uh, I'm interested, and uh, we'll connect, and then I will add you to the list of people who get to benefit from this uh, from this this really cool tool that we're building. On today's episode, we're joined by, you guessed it, Dr. Ted Achacoso. If you listen to part one and you were blown away by this guy's ability to break down really complex biological systems to speak about the cells and the mitochondria, to really understand really at the heart of individualized medicine um, and individualized health, uh, Dr. Ted is unrivaled. This guy is really a profound thinker an inventor, an innovator, an entrepreneur, a doctor, just incredible amounts of information. In this episode, I'm just going to read you some of these quotes um, just to get your, you know, wet your palate. Um, What you see, what you hear, what you think, what you feel are all occurring in the same space of awareness. It's a practice. Quote, we don't really know what reality looks like. It's all created in our brain. Quote, DMT, psilocybin, these are all the steroids of the mental gym. As a bodybuilder, you use steroids, but you still have to work. Quote, when your attention is hijacked by your thoughts and emotions, you've lost the point. Quote, the recipe for optimal health, sleep well, hydrate well, eat well, ground well, move well, breathe well, relate well, and love well. We get into microdosing various substances. We talk about uh, uh, synthesizing those substances. We talk about the default mode network. We talk about how to train your mind for performance. We talk about ketamine, its profound impacts on the brain. Um, We talk about neurotransmitters and how they actually correspond to your political self-identification, which I think was pretty fascinating. Uh, Just packed. This is the kind of episode that you're going to want to take notes on. So please jump in there, take some notes. 
Before we dive into the episode, I just want to remind you guys, this episode is brought to you by Natural Stacks, purveyors of open source supplements to help you build a better brain. Neurofuel is my number one favorite all-time nootropic. Helps me study. I take it every time before I record a podcast, and uh, I know you're going to dig it. So go to naturalstacks.com. If you want to think faster, you want to have a better memory, you want to think um, deeper, more clearly, go to naturalstacks.com and use the code OPP20 for 20% off your first online order. So it's worth it. Go check it out. Uh, if you need a little pick-me-up, you need a little focus, this is, this is, your, this is your product for sure. Okay, let's dive into it. I'm so excited to bring you part two of my conversation with Dr. Ted Achikoso. Um, yes. Wouldn't that be phenomenal? And and I, I went to a presentation uh, that Rick Doblin gave a couple of years ago where he was talking about the work of MAPS coming out with actual like uh, yes. um, psychedelic therapy centers where you can go and do yes. MDMA-assisted psychotherapy, yes. where you can go, yeah. you know, with 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 people who have gone through protocols where they can actually sit for you with you in a non-judgmental neutral way to, to help facilitate your best possible trip. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've met and, and, and it's, and, um, uh, talked a few times, uh, actually it's coming he comes, when he comes and visits here. Yes. It's I, yes. It, I, I, I urge people actually to donate to maps. Yes. Uh, and, and, uh, do that, you know, their work on PTSD is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, on MDMA and, uh, you know, they really should be training, um, people in MDMA assisted, uh, therapy. Um, uh, the, uh, the, the work on, uh, see, you know, um, what happened to me in ayahuasca is that I couldn't take the, uh, I I couldn't, the the purgative. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, a device uh, method for myself called Pharmawaska. Yeah, and, let's talk about Pharmawaska. Uh, yeah, I, you, you know, uh, Sean, I, I'm such this delicate flower. If you want to kill me, give me pepsin, right? I could not metabolize the thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you give me Zantac, overdosing me with Zantac, I'll be dead. Um, I don't have the... So it's the same thing. I don't have that... Um, uh, the... Uh, the enzyme uh, that could actually fully metabolize uh, that, uh, the uh, liver inhibitor. Because you know the way it stays long in the body, not degraded, right, is to inhibit its degradation by the liver. Right. So copy is the uh, MAO inhibitor, right, the monoamine oxidase inhibitor. So it inhibits uh, all your monoamines, like the, even your uh, uh, dopamine, your epinephrine, uh, and so on. So it... Um, and it's the DMT or the dimethyltryptamine, uh, you know, which is actually degraded by this uh, monoamines. So I said, uh, and I was really retching so badly. Mm. And I said, you know, I, I really, you know, it, it's, it's like a shame that you cannot take anything that's uh, continuous from the experience because it's just interrupted by all of the spirits and it never stopped even yeah. the next day i was still oh. i was still at it and i didn't know until i i had the genetic test and saw i could i, I actually couldn't process it so and were you, said, just, so were you, you know, just dry heaving like all night into the next day oh uh, it was a Choking? wet heave oh, yeah, yeah the, yeah, the yeah, wet right. heave first uh, uh you know but it, it was very funny because um uh, this is where I say to me, you know, you do a uh, 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 vomit and then you, 
you're under the influence and then do you see your vomitus like rising back at you? Yeah, <laughs> hey, <whoa. laughs> It's like, hey! <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, it was, uh, and, and I tried it uh, like three times and I said, there must be a gentler way of doing this. And I wasn't trained in pharmacology if I couldn't figure this out. And when I went to Europe to uh, to study anti-aging medicine and nutritional medicine, um, you know, I, uh, I actually uh, I came across this uh, reversible um, MAO inhibitor uh, that was used, this use as an antidepressant is not prescribed here in the United States, right? And I said, perhaps the only reason why I went to Europe was to actually find this drug. Yeah. But anyway, when, <laughs> when I, I, I came back here, I had some of it. And um, uh, in a country far, far away, I decided to purify uh, some, some crystal kitchen um, because I I uh, uh, do have a tricontinental practice, and uh, I was um, uh, so I was able to take a, to uh, essentially titrate. You know, this is a baby dose. You know, how many milligrams for for a baby dose, and how much of the inhibitor to give until you know there became a protocol of okay, if this is your first time. This is how much you take, you know, and then we could graduate you to higher and higher and higher, you know. But I still retain uh, uh, a few things like, uh, for example, um, you know, you should feel called to do it. I give it as a gift. You know, I uh, I don't charge anything for it, you know, and, and all, all of these uh, uh, things. But, it, it, you know, uh, one of the people that I took on a journey uh, actually pushed me on the wall, and, and this is a very low dose, uh, 50 milligrams. You know, two 50 milligram doses that are were um, uh, uh, 30 minutes apart. And he said, "You know," he said, "You're doing the world this service." He said, "Everyone should come to this place." <laughs> and, and, and I said, you know, I can only take one at a time. It's very difficult uh, yeah. to do that. And and no, Chan, this was the first night with the lowest dose. <laughs> the next night, was there it? was no more of that because, ah. <laughs> because there was uh, uh, certainly ego death, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and and so what I'm trying to, to develop, Sean, is that uh, is there... Uh, you know, is there a way during our waking hours, can I develop something where, uh, you know, you are able to uh, be in that enlightened state? And the enlightened state simply, I define it really very simply scientifically uh, as more like a, a capacity to be able to to observe the egoic self as it arises. Yeah. You know, oh. I, 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 I like to say I really don't like to use the word ego because people, uh, you know, yes. it's a Freudian term. It's, uh, you know, one's sense of self-worth. I, I rather use the term self-referential system, hmm. right? It's the one that likes to own the experiences. But right. it's an illusion. It's an illusion. And and people people um, uh, often mistake the fact that when 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 uh, people said kill kill the ego no 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 the the ego the ego it, it is there you it's have like, to have it it's, it's just an illusion because it's not what you think it is right right, right. it much much like the illusion of the kanisa triangle right or you would see the the triangle forming with with uh, three circles like pac-man right sure. and you could see the triangle forming and your brain is actually filling in the uh 
the borders of the triangle, it's just the same. It's a cognitive illusion. Mm. The self is a cognitive illusion it, because it, you need to tie together all the things that are there, but it's not really there, right? So in, for, in fact, in meditation, uh, what you do is the things that you see, that you hear, you know, that you think and that you feel and your breath are all appearing in the same space, yeah. right? Now, can we create, you know, uh, uh, can we create a combination of molecules, say, of psilocybin and something on a microdose level, right? Uh, that when you take it like for eight hours, you know, you are in a selfless state, yeah. right? You know your, your role. You know the role as it you're, you're able to to um, observe the self-referential system coming up, and you know immediately that it's a role, right? Right. Like for me. Uh -huh. You see the role. Yeah, I see the role arise as a doctor. Right. You see the role arise as a teacher. I see my role arise as an uh, interviewee by Sean, and, and so on. It's like it's very, it's there. You're aware of it, yeah. right? You're, you're aware of it as it arises. So you're able to be more present, right? Yeah. And and there's a reason for all the mindfulness practices. Anyway, it's like to to, to ground you in the present moments. Totally. Yeah, to be yeah. there. To be present, and um, you know, uh, you know, I in fact, I, I chide my my uh, classmates who have kids, and I said, yeah, you're 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 uh, you're there with your kid, but you're actually both in your phones, right, doing something else. You're not being fully present. Right. So it, it, it's it's kind of it, it's like that. And I, my 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 uh, 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 what's this? My personal project uh, is uh, aside from. Uh, uh, re re relieving pain, anxiety, depression by things that I concoct in 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 my uh, desire to decrease suffering. Right, uh, is my desire to decrease uh, suffering is really the core lot of what I do. Sean. Yeah. It, be it physical suffering, but you know, decrease. But what is it that causes suffering? And that's the the whole thing, right? Yeah. It, of course, we have the Buddhist definition of identification with the ego, identification with the self. But now we can see that's actually uh, already validated by neuroscience. We don't need to go to the Buddha to do that. We know that the self is an illusion, yeah, right? right? Right. We know that it's, it resides at the default mode network. Yes. And we know that depressed people have a hyperactive default mode network. So can we create something mm -hmm. that you can take that can balance your task positive network, which is on when you're in a flow state and looking outward. Like before, when I was performing minimal, minimally invasive neurosurgery, right? You're very focused and the time would fly by. And so it's been, uh, it's now known that the, the, you know, task positive network and the default mode network actually have a natural oscillatory state, sure. right? They, they oscillate, uh, they oscillate. And can we, you know, have a combination of, say, some uh, psychedelic plus another psychedelic, right, uh, that, that modified the neurotransmitters such that the oscillation rate allows you to be present, you know, uh, even while you're talking, you know, you are you're aware, right, that yeah. you're talking, you're performing a role and so on and so forth. It's kind of like uh, what Ram Das said, you know, he's there, you know, talking, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, there's also the part of him that's observing the whole thing right. and is somewhere else, you know, uh, and so on. So is that, is that achievable with and, and the reason why I want to do that, John, is you I want my personal mission is to relieve suffering in myself. Right. And since the root of that suffering is basically uh, I, my identification with that uh, illusory, 
illusory self, right? Um, it, because it's the one that wants things and yeah. wants uh, a, a lot of this and wants to own the experiences. I want to experience this and that and that and that. And for me, it's what drives our greed for profit. For example, are we going to pollute the oceans because I want more profit? We're going to use child labor. We're going to, um, you know, uh, do human trafficking all in the name of what? Our want, you know, to have more and more and more and more. And what is it that wants, right? Mm. Uh, what is it that wants? And what wants the ego is the one that wants and, right and, and if yeah. you're able to observe that yes. coming up that oh there it is again wanting yeah. right how so how yeah, can you when, how, when you do, how can you have a relationship with that thing that wants how how can you how can you understand yeah. that that part of you that whether it yeah yes yes right and and even your your statement right i don't like people saying that you have a relationship with ego because it's an illusion, right? <laughs> it doesn't even, it's not even there. Yeah. It's just a cognitive illusion that's right. uh, created. Right? It's necessary for your functioning because you have to assume certain roles, right? right? But for, for it to be, um, you know, um, I was having a conversation the other day about desire. I said, desire is not bad. I said, it's the attachment to the outcome of the desire, right. your attachment to desire that's actually causes you to suffer. Yeah, right? uh, it's, a, it's a thing that causes you to suffer. A question. So and when you do, go ahead. sorry, the um, the so with the with the pharmawaska, um, you know, the, there is there is the the, the sort of curandero uh, like shamanic guidance the aspect yes. of of yes. of yes. that experience, which is yeah, I think I, 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 super important, right? Because you know, if you're if you're drinking ayahuasca with your friends in Brooklyn on a Saturday night after being out with, you know, partying or whatever, that's eh, eh, not, you know, there's probably a better way to do that. And, and, and <laughs> you know, I, I would be, I, I'm afraid of ayahuasca. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I wouldn't even take it after a party, right. let alone take it alone. And, 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 and it's, it's a, it's this powerful, it's this powerful thing, right? It's, it's this powerful brew. It's this powerful medicine. Yeah. And also as, as a, as a, you know, Shipibo shaman is singing Icaros yeah. into you to cleanse and clear. And so, yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah. so, and, you know, um, mean gene buying, mean gene buying, like cleaning you up. Right. If yeah. with, with that, with that pill, there's obviously like the, the experiential, uh, uh, aspect of it in which you're going on this journey and, 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 but, but what about the help? Right. What about the help? Yeah, the, you uh, essentially you in. Uh, you're talking about pharmawaska, right? Then you integrate the next day, right? Uh, so you you have to to talk and integrate. Yeah. Uh, your, the experience uh, and so on, and take a look at the, what the salient features are, um, and so forth. The um, uh, the uh, the important thing there, right, is right after. For me, a lot of the lore in, in ayahuasca, I, I really love the shamanic traditions, right? But a lot of the lore, for example, for purging, et cetera, et cetera, is tied into the pharmacology of that thing, ah. right? You need to purge because... I've never know, purged. Yeah. I, I, I've, I mean, right. I've never... It's just, and it's especially interesting to me because I've done... I, I All I want to do is purge. I mean, and I'm purging in other ways. I weep and yawn. But I've never, yeah. I've never puked. I've not won yeah. over fifty sessions, and I'm like, like, like asking her, please, I, like, I, release I, me. I, I would love your, I would love your liver, man. <laughs> I'm like, Irish. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's probably a, a fantastic liver with all the enzymes. It's like, yes, 
I am just gonna detox this fucking thing. Well, and, but... and it's it's problematic for me, right? Because then I'm attached to the purge. I'm attached to this outcome yeah. of like, hey, I'm yeah. in this yeah. thing. I've been torn apart yeah. by a puma. It's hour seven. For fuck's sakes, I just want to release, and I can't, and I can't, and I'm weeping and yeah. yawning. But yeah, I it's it's a whole, and then I get hung up on it. But but I've learned to like just allow whatever the fuck it is to you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, uh, Sean, as a doctor, I, you know, I have my responsibility for safety, you know, and and monitoring, et cetera, et cetera, right? So because I have that responsibility, so um, you know, if uh, for example, if I'm sitting someone and so on, I am very cognizant of all of those things happening. You know, there's even oh, one time when I said, you know, holy shit, I, you know, I, I, it looks like uh, the the a person is seizuring, but he's not, right? It's just like the disbelief that he's not the ego. Yeah, uh, right. And, and uh, you know, just uh, doing repetitive motion. And this is why um, I do things differently. I, I want to know how many milligrams I've given, right? I want to know uh, exactly how much of the inhibitor I've given. I want to know the time elapsed, right? So uh, there is a, a scientific uh, method to the way uh, I, I do things, right? Um, and then the next day, it's sort of like you go through a list of questions uh, in terms of the uh, integration process, and then you do, um, you know, follow up in terms of uh, questions, etc. Because the experience is entirely your own, right? Uh, yeah. This is experience is entirely your own, and then the afterglow wears out for about uh, after about three months or so, right? Um, and I was, uh, you know, and in my case, I took pharmacovasca every two months for. Uh, uh, two years, right? And uh, and the best, I said, I keep on telling people that the best gift that I ever got was this unfathomable sense of security mm. that everything is all right. Yeah. You know, there is nothing you can do that will actually disturb anything, that everything yes. is fine, that the universe is actually taking care of you, right? The universe is there and has, has your best interest in everything it's, it's just like this mm, this uh, big you know it's it's just like you you're so tired and you lie down in in a in a in a very comfortable chair you heave a sigh of relief and the sigh of relief has lasted you know yeah. uh, uh until now and and that's what i feel but what i i, I, I we know i want to make in terms of something that you take i i would propose it to be a microdose you yeah. know a microdose of of, of something just to get you on a subperceptual uh, right. sense, right? right? But, right. but of course you have to do your meditation, you have to do your practice and, right. and, and so on and in order for it to work, right? That, but, that, that, mm, that vagal mm, thing where you feel that, yeah. that is the, that is the, that is the prescription. That is the, that is the spiritual prescription is that moment where you realize that everything is going to be okay even if you die you're still yeah, gonna be okay everything's fine, everything's fine. Yeah. there's a there's a icaro it's this it's it's this icaro from uh from a from a shaman and 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 when he sang it and i don't speak spanish but when he sang it i i lost it in this blissed out just transcendent moment and it was todo está bien todo está mm -hmm. bien siempre bien mm -hmm. uh, ayahuasca's in my heart 
uh, Toto. Everything is well. BN. Everything is well. And it was the same. Everything is well. Everything's oh, good. Yeah. And, and it just, uh, that, that's the prescription yeah. there. That's the, that's, we've, we've got your, we've got your blood's, your blood's fine. Your brain's good. Your, you know, your, all these different elements are good, but spiritually, like, where are you, man? Where, what do you, yeah. here's, yeah. here's yeah. where you go yeah. with this and prescriptions for DMT. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and for me, it's uh, uh, this is why I'm saying, uh, Sean is, um, and I, I'm sure some people will agree with me is that we are in a spiritual emergency, right? There is, uh, here's our planet. It's the only one we know. We're acting like it's viruses. We're using all of its resources and everything to populate uh, the Earth, you know. And as I, I like to say, you know, and then what we you know, we go to another planet and then colonize it and then use up its resources again, you know, and then go to another planet. Oh, like, why? You know, mm. for me, it's like, where do we where do we begin to apply uh, some solve into the suffering such that we don't act this way? Mm. Right. So and therefore, the emergency is is being able to see that this is the egoic desire that's causing us to do all of these things. And if you see that it's an illusion, then you suffer less, then the people around you suffer less, right? The planet suffers less. And so you decrease suffering in yourself, you decrease suffering in others. And for me, that's the core of what you want to do, but you got to start somewhere, right? So for me, I, I start with something physical. Like, okay, let's do health optimization medicine, right? And 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 do that. And then uh, when you're feeling good, you're feeling well, and then you you begin to realize, like, shit, why am I still very yeah. very anxious about things and and so on? And you realize that there's something missing. Yes. Right. And and for me. Uh, I, I tell people because they're they're so afraid of like meditation being so wrapped up in so many things, right? Mystical and so on. I said it's a skill. I said just <laughs> yeah. just just think think about it for a moment. This is a skill. Uh, many people, many meditation teachers will will get mad at me for that, but it's a way to get people into the practice, right? And when you are able to get into uh, get into the perspective. For me, it's like a switch into perspective where, you know, uh, what you see, what you hear, what you think, what you feel are all occurring in the same space of awareness. That's a practice. Yeah. Right. And th th that's a practice in itself. Uh, there's nothing. There's no state to be gained. No bliss. Nothing. Right. It's, it's just this state of awareness of everything is just arising there. You know, look, you know, we don't really know what reality looks like. It's all recreated by our brain, right? We, we have all of these uh, light impulses coming in and we have electrical signals in our brain. We have, you know, sound waves coming in and we have electrical impulses in our brain. And, and, and then it converts into this coherent picture for us, which is an illusion, yeah. right? It's a movie that's yeah. running, right? <laughs> and it's a movie that's running. So, and, and then that's what it was really the, the hard problem of consciousness, like right? how, how do we have this subjective experience? And, um, and you know, there we are far from a solution from that. But I hope you know, with with a uh, with a lot of work that's already been done, we are close to defining how it is uh, how it is done, right? But uh, uh, what we're what we're looking at is 
we know that where we hang our stories around, because we carry stories, and how how we hang our beliefs around certain things, you know, um, you know, they are there. They're just another electrical signal, another network firing. And when you could just realize, it's like, oh, it's just like what I'm hearing, or it's just like what I'm seeing, you know, then suddenly it's just like anything that's arising. Yes. Right? It's just anything that's arising. And then it relieves you of suffering because there's nothing owning it. I, I like to say this often, you know, uh, 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 pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So you have a pain. It's a signal of your body that's, uh, you know, a noxious stimulus is on. But suffering is like, God damn it. Why did I have to, you know, step into that uh, thumbtack and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or that pin or something. And then you're blaming yourself. And that's the suffering because yeah. it's I. I step into this. And so there's an owner of the experience. Right? Uh, and what I'd like is, you know, if, uh, as I said, you know, DMT, uh psilocybin you know uh these are all like i call them the steroids of the mental gym you know <laughs> as a bodybuilder you use steroids but you still have to work right uh, yeah. to work on it and uh you know your regular exercises on your mental gym or your meditation um and i have a very simple definition of uh really what you want to accomplish in these things although you said it has to have no goal for me you know it's easier if you tell people that when your attention is hijacked by your thoughts and emotions, yeah. you've lost the point. Right. So if you gamify your, your meditation, right? And when you look at that, when you look at feeling, when you're, you have a thought and you're fully your attention is fully captured, so your attention is like a flag, you know, and all of these uh, runners, which are your thoughts and emotions are just running and trying to capture it. <laughs> when it, captures it it's like when um uh sam harris uses this example like when i see you sean on the street and it's like god damn you sean why did you do that and you go what what did i do you suddenly lost right your <laughs> thoughts and emotions suddenly captured all of your attention right and that's losing you know that's, that's you suddenly become uh, that and instead you become highly reactive right because then your ego becomes you your yeah. the, yourself becomes your identity yeah, right. I and it's a it's a that's a that's a very simple example. But when you get out of that, you realize that it's just like waking up from a dream, right? You you realize like, oh my god, have, if have you ever had a lucid dream, Sean? Yeah. Have you had? Yeah. So it's like for me, I'm a lucid dreamer, and and it's like waking up in a lucid dream. You know, when you wake up in the morning, it's no different. It's like you're. You see this, and it's just like a lucid dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then uh, you know, um, uh, there's a book called Lucid Living, right? You're living a lucid life. Uh -huh. uh, uh, yeah, and and uh, it, it's the same thing. In in the lucid dream, you know, you're you're there, and you know that it's a dream, right? And when you're here, it, you also see that hey, you know, all of these things around me, I don't really know how they look like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's just being presented to me by my brain this way. Right. And a way to remember that I, I tell my students, a way to remember that is if we had a UV sensor in our eyes, you know, how would the world look like to us? How would our art look like? Right. right. And and what amount of money would uh, would these paintings fetch, you know, that have a, 
uh, if we had a, a UV sensor. So it's just to show you how you know our you know how our uh, brain is actually constructing all of these things. Yeah, right? and what is in 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 scientific terms, you know, what it's doing is uh, minimizing your error or minimizing your prediction error or your your um, model of the world, right? So all we have really is a model of the world. And uh, when I try to explain this to people, um, there's a reason why you practice, for example, when you're when you're say you're you're a batter in baseball, that I tell them that consciousness or awareness is really late. You know, it's it's late. It comes to you much later. Um, uh, uh, anywhere, anywhere from uh, uh, 300 milliseconds to uh, seven seconds, it's 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 like you are constantly, um, uh, essentially, the ball will fly to you, and your brain is actually organizing the information, right? How fast is coming, what the curve is, what angle you should bat, and so on and so forth. But it's, it's not instantaneous, right? You have to adjust for everything even before the ball strikes right so that you could strike the ball at the proper uh, at the proper time and so everything arrives late that's why i tell people you know hey you know my consciousness is late uh you know it, what you're seeing is already delayed um, <laughs> you know uh, libet performed the experiment right before he said it was about uh, about uh you you when he told the subjects i'm going to pick up this glass of water tell me when you actually will to pick up the glass of water, and he saw that the neurons already started firing 300 milliseconds before the subject was even aware that he wanted to pick up the glass of water. Okay, so wow, yeah. and the latest, I, I did the same problem. I did a computation uh, in a paper called "How Long Is the Present," and this was in 1990, Sean. And my computation was two pi seconds. And an Italian group last year. Uh, 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 their the computation is about seven seconds. So we, you know, we, we have a lot of subconscious and unconscious things going on uh, in us, right? Before we're even aware uh, of everything. Uh, so so uh, being able to know, for, for me, a big thing that I'm big, uh, 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 that I'm in to is how are we actually wired? How are how are we wired as organisms? Yeah, right? because it's we're we're looking at an embodied consciousness here. It's not a consciousness that's in the brain, right? It's uh, in in, the, in fact in meditation, you, what you the last thing that you want to feel is there's someone behind your eyes looking. You know, it's right. it's basically you see uh, the 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 thing that uh, that 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 uh, you see is this everything is just arising. Everything is just boom right there arising, and the way I actually uh, like again is Sam Harris's uh, uh, analogy, where you're in a train and all your life you're actually trained to look outwards, right? And then at that there's a certain point where with the proper light and the proper angle you suddenly see your face on the glass. <laughs> that's that's the enlightenment, right? Yeah. You see that oh my god, right and. <laughs> <laughs> you see you see that and for me that's the it's a very short instant and the reason why you know uh, I, I I like to explain this in, in scientific terms is that you know in in terms of like uh, mystical and religious literature it's so buried in in oh it's really difficult etc cetera, etc cetera. but the point is it's like really the optic blind spot right 
you know, you, when you see it and you see the crosses disappear as you move the, the piece of paper uh, in your eyes and you see that you actually have an optical blind spot, it's the, the, the self is an illusion like that, mm -hmm. right? It really doesn't, you know, it really doesn't exist. And it's like that flash of your face in the glass as you're looking out uh, of the train window. Yeah. You know, it's very... People think it's deep, but it's really a superficial thing. In fact, in Dzogchen or even in Buddhism, it, you know, it's uh, it's called ordinary mind, right? It's the ordinary mind uh, that that uh, describes. It's not a special mind. So all we're doing here is returning, returning yeah. to an ordinary mind. And we are lucky. We are lucky. And as you said, your interest is in psychedelics, etc. Because these are tools that allow you to see the ordinary mind, yeah. right? These are tools that allow you to see the ordinary mind. And then can you get there with, uh, you know, after experiencing it, oh, so this is how it is, you know, to, to, to have no self. So this, so this is how it is to, 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 to have the illusory self quiet, right? right? In, in fact, I like the term that the, the, the thing that Sam Harris used, he said, you know, if you're going to take uh, uh, psilocybin, Take five grams, take the high dose and obliterate that fucker, right? <laughs> if because because if you take if you take a low dose, right? If you take a low dose, you will just have to process all of your emotional crap and junk, etc. and suffer. And I said and he said, Well, that has its purpose, right? Yeah. yeah. It has its purpose. But yeah, it will be a painful journey because yeah. you it's, 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 it's way more complicated that way, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, you're so you're you're halfway in and halfway out. You don't know who's in charge, and you're trying to rectify. Wait, who's coming? Wait, who said that? Who's that from? Is that me or the? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So you you have of course your five H two A classic psychedelics, right? Like your psilocybin, your mescaline, your uh, DMT. You know they belong to that uh, that class, and then you have your your anesthetics that are uh, atypical psychedelics, like your ketamine, right? Um, your ketamine is a typical dissociative um, uh, uh, agent, right? I first got ketamine when I uh, IV actually when I refused to. Um, get general anesthesia because just general anesthesia will fuck up your memory, man, mm. uh, really badly. And I was in third year medical school, right? And I was getting sore throat more than six times a year. And so I had my um, one of my tonsils removed and I said, I don't want general anesthesia. So there was this, you know, toilet anesthetic was given to me. And I said, gee, you know, if and there was just a big needle in my mouth, I couldn't talk. But if anyone asked me anything, I probably could have told them everything. You know exactly, exactly what was in my mind. That's why it's called a truth serum, too, uh -huh, right? But right. it's a twilight, it's a twilight, a twilight anesthetic. But now it's available in Turkey. And what's different about it um, uh, is, is is that um, it uh, uh, what the, what they actually. Uh, show is that in, in terms of uh, the, its mechanism of action, it's not via the A5-HE2A receptors, right? It's via the NMDA uh, uh, function. It inhibits the inhibitor. Uh, so uh, you actually have your your uh, glutamine function on your positive network more, uh, more active, right? Uh, as it does that. But if you take a look at it, when you are at really the, the high dose that's used when you... To, 
puts you out, right? You have to relinquish everything. You have no choice right? to, uh. Uh, to, relinquish, to, to relinquish everything. Uh, you, you have no choice, but, but do that. And you actually feel the, the whole, uh, because it, you can't move, right? And like in, in the classic psychedelics, you can move. Here, it actually really knocks you out, hmm. right? So it forces you into a more, in a different kind of surrender, right? It's like you, you actually totally surrender uh, to, to that. And it's a short journey if you take IV, of course, for treatment-resistant depression. It's what it's used for, right? Right, right. Ketamine is a spray now called Spravato. And, but now there are actually turkeys. But um, the more important thing uh, that um, uh, uh, really is coming out now is the same thing as when you take the, uh, ayahuasca. You know, it's the, the psychotherapy that goes after ketamine. Yeah, right. It's the same as the integration that takes care co- goes after DMT. Right. And I don't know whether you've tried microdosing uh, ketamine. I, I have. I haven't. You know? No, no, no. I've, I've, I've not. I, I'm, I'm a, uh, to be totally, totally honest. So I, I used to own flotation therapy centers and, um, and, uh, love those. And I, I owned, um, I, 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 I started three, two centers here in Seattle. And then, um, I honestly, I got spooked on ketamine because I read too much John Lilly and I realized that he got, uh, too far into the K hole. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, and honestly, like I have this aversion to it. So no, I've never, I've never, never touched it. Uh, and, and you know, um, uh, Sean is that the studies on ketamine, uh, you should take a look at the studies on what it does to brain waves. Ah. Uh, it actually puts you in a gamma mode. Hmm. Huh. Good thing. Ah, I know you know what the implication of that is. Yeah. So, so, uh, uh, so yes. Uh, but it's there that I also find that just like ayahuasca as Icaro, I find that ketamine, I really have to have the proper music for it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 there are some molecules for me that where the molecule is the one that does the leading, right? Like, for example, for psilocybin, it's a molecule that does the leading. Right. Even, um, but on on um, on ketamine, I let it's the music that usually does the leading because there's nowhere to go, right? You can't move, you know. Uh, everything is dark and and so on. And the music sort of like is is the one that's uh, that's leading the experience, huh. right? So what, what do you? It's, a, it's a very. Sh- um, I. I actually listened to something on YouTube, which is just a very light music on, it's on the kaleidoscope of color. And okay. there's a, they accompanied music in there and it's in a loop, right? It's, it's in a loop, but the music itself, I think it's two or three hours. But what's nice is that at the beginning, you can actually take a look at that because the kaleidoscope is actually <laughs> quite, quite nice when you're, you're in it. Um, what's also nice about it, Sean, is that, um, there is a hypnagogic state, uh, meaning uh, even if you're not hypnotizable, there's a part of uh, uh, the uptake of uh, ketamine where you become happy, uh, very rapidly hypnotizable. And I've been encouraging ketamine therapists to actually use that. You know, why don't you record affirmations for the client, you know, so that you can play it during that period in his mm. voice, you know, to do the act, do their actual hypnosis during the hypnagogic period before they actually go completely under ah. right so yeah so there so there you know um uh, uh uh for example uh uh when you take uh 
mescaline, you will have, uh, you know, uh, a different experiences when you take, you know, ayahuasca, etc. even if they are on the same receptors. And then you have the atypical ones, like, for example, MDMA, you know, uh, which uh, in Eastern esoteric traditions will say, you know, it opens the heart chakra and so forth. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, and and uh, you have, uh, uh, you know, uh, ketamine, you know, which is uh, another uh, atypical one. So we have this mix, right, of things. And where I think this is going, and as you said, there's a there's a um, uh, importance of the tribal, uh, uh, the shaman, uh, uh, the shamanic dynasties need to get preserved right and 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 so on because we learn a lot from them yeah. but on the other hand there's also i think we should also go take a look at artificial intelligence and identify molecules that can act actually work on this you know uh work on this uh particular receptors without inducing all of those um you know um uh, all, all of those experiences which can be misconstrued by other people as enlightenment right ah. well it isn't it isn't right. So, uh, so what we want is being able to deliver. This is why I said maybe microdoses of these substances can can uh, create that situation for your brain, you know, uh, and for your body to be able to 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 be able to see when their egos arise, yes. right? And what importance there is in a particular situation. If you're alone, you know, you don't need your ego to rise at all, right? Uh, when you're other people, it's, I, 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 this is what I say, is that when you're with other people, when you're relating, right, is when your ego starts abutting into the other person because part of your ego is being created by the other person. Right, right. So part of it is being created by other person. When you are, for example, in a game like golf and you're getting uh, really annoyed, it's your relationship with your club and your, you know, and the ball and the people around you. So you could see that the ego is arising. That's why this way it's illusory. It's, illusory. It's, it's highly contextual. It's where you are, right? Uh, depending on what role you're playing. And if you are able to, uh, as I said, you know, it's easy to, to be reactive but you know uh, a, fe a feeling of being responsive you know you know how do you become responsive, responsive. meaning yeah being reactive uh, versus being responsive and one of the quick ways that your listeners can do that is before you open your mouth just count three seconds before you say what you need to say or what you want to say um you know, and, and uh, that has helped, uh, you know, a lot of people. It's just like, even if you don't meditate, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. you know, no, matter, no matter it is what you're saying, just count it's three seconds. It's a skill. It's a skill. It's, it's, yeah. it's developing a buffer uh, between you uh, being an asshole and you not being an asshole. It's, 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 it's a buffer um, like meditation from being able to be fucked with and becoming unfuckwithable. Like it's a choice, right? Like, yeah, but, but in, in, on the whole, Sean is like what I'd like us to have. And, and the reason why I want us to be able to not suffer, right. Uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and be able to have, uh, basically for me, happiness is equanimity, right? I, I like to say, I like to be minimally perturbable. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like you that. know, 
other people like, you know, tidal waves of joy and deep pools of sorrow. I hate those. I'm with you. I, 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 I like I like I like gentle waves. You know, I like gentle waves. <laughs> I like to be minimally perturbable. I love that. Oh so I, I I just I just want to be minimally perturbable, right? <laughs> and, and so you know, if you're the, if you're the gentle wave and you're never the tidal wave, right? And then people around you will be in bathed in gentle waves as yeah. well, right? And and so also the the big picture for me is like is this, you know. Us as human species, where do we want to take ourselves? Yeah. Right? What's our place on Earth? Look, this pandemic has brought out the worst in us, right? Instead of cooperating as a species all around the world on how to beat with this virus, it has revealed the worst in us. Right? No one is helping anyone, you know, uh, if people are hoarding things, people are, you know, and so on. Yet there are pockets that actually cooperate. Like, yeah, there has to be an international cooperation in the development of a vaccine. And people ask me, you know, uh, uh, about this. And I said, you know, I'd be even comfortable if there was a definitive treatment. And as of now, we still have no definitive treatment, right. you know, for, for something like this. And they asked me, so what health, what's this health optimization's perspective on this? I said, we're after building up your immunity. I yeah. said, we leave. We leave the drugs and the vaccines to illness medicine, but all we do is build up your immunity. I said, you, your largest uh, immune system is your gut, you know, so we take care of your gut first uh, and so on. But on, on a on the human-wide scale, on a global scale, you know, where do we want to bring our species? How do we move it forward, right? And we cannot move our species forward without a species awareness, and that species awareness of our standing among the network of all the other organisms and plants in this planet, right? Because she, our planet, is also an organism herself, yeah. right? And yeah, so uh, you know, how how do we how do we then comport ourselves moving forwards, right? How do how do where do we want to bring our species? And that won't happen. Un unless we begin the awareness within our individual selves, right? the awareness has to start from us. And look, though all of these people who have experienced um, uh, ayahuasca, even just ayahuasca alone, for example, they get to have, and this is funny because uh, Dennis McKenna tells this all the time, you know, it seems to be that they, it's a plant teachers telling us that, uh, this, but but uh, for for me, it's it's more like uh, it's it's more like this. It's like there are molecules that are available to us, you know, that make us see the bigger picture, right? Mm. That make us see the, the interconnectedness of everything, the, our oneness with everything, right? It's one of the hallmarks of uh, of uh, of an ecstatic experience, an experience of ecstasy, right? Is you 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 feel unified with with everything, uh, and that's because there's no uh, there's no gating right of the self and, and and so on. So so if you are able to experience that within yourself and your interconnectedness with not, not just every human but with everything else, right? Yeah. Um, then then we can begin to do something about thinking about how to move us as a species into yeah. the future. Yeah. We cannot all just be reproducing and uh, uh, 
basically surviving and reproducing, and that's all that we do. Right. You know? Consuming, producing, creating, consuming. Yeah. 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 Wasting. Yeah. 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 The, 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 there are bigger fish to fry, uh, right now. There's there, you know, the consideration of, uh, insect depopulation and topsoil health and the stuff that really matters, you know, the, the, like the, the health of the planet that we live on. And if we deployed care and patience and time to protect and restore this house we live in <laughs> this 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 yeah. this living like biological system that we are a part of that we are integrated into and in living symbiotically with it's that that's an important thing to consider and it's well hey we so came from it yeah we came from it evolutionarily yeah. it's our mother so um you know i call it an organic spaceship yeah. You know, we're hurtling around in space, man. Yeah. Uh, I call it an organic spaceship. So, and it's not possible to think about, to think globally, you know, without an initial awareness inside. You right. need a spark of that awareness inside. Right. And if that's achieved by, by taking psychedelics, it's fine. If, you know, um, uh, even just once in your life, you know, if it's that's achieved by, by meditation, it's fine. But, you know, do something. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, uh, have have a practice, have a practice that actually uh, brings that out in you, you yeah. know, uh, uh, brings out that awareness uh, in you uh, that, you know, you're that you and the other person are no different. That's why I, I say, you know, to decrease suffering in myself and to decrease suffering in others, knowing that there is no other. Yeah. Right. So. And that's a perspective where I'm coming from and, you know, where other people are seeing, well, okay, you know, he wants to decrease suffering by means of optimization. You know, ultimately, you know, if we come to the to the root of suffering, Buddha was right, you know, 2,500 years ago. And now it's scientifically proven right. that, yeah, here, right, there is a source of, right, there is a source of our suffering. Everything else, people you, uh, actually should not confuse pain for suffering. There are two different things, you right. know. Pain is pain. Suffering is a story that you build around the pain. Right. Right? right. You got infectious mononucleosis and... You know, yeah, it's an effect, effect uh, you know, it's a, you got the kissing disease. And then uh, the the suffering is like, why the fuck did I have to kiss that person? So <laughs> that's, the, that's the suffering, right? Right, right. So, <laughs> right. It's that doggone default mode network trying to boss me around and tell me who I am, right? <laughs> and, and, that's, and, and, and that's a problem. Uh, in fact, it's a serious problem. Uh, of our time, you know, our brain is in, is made to tell stories, and that's why uh, it's it has a lot of beliefs and conspiracies, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because it was useful to it before. But now, you know, what's happening is that we're using the environment, for example, social media and everything else. Yeah. We are actually utilizing those, you know, um, uh, evolutionary mechanisms to elicit all of this base uh, responses in us that are actually, you know, uh, detrimental uh, for yeah. us. Uh, it, it, in fact, uh, uh, when you're looking at, uh, for example, the biology of belief and, and uh, how it's made in the brain, you you take a look at, uh, for example, uh, you see that in order to flip uh, belief, you know, uh, one way or the other, you need energy and information yeah. to do that. Yes, you, do. Uh, you need energy and information to do that. You know, and and um, 
uh, if you take a look at, at uh, beliefs that are selfish, my survival, my reproduction, etc., etc., and you probably know which party that goes to, you know, you can imagine that as a, say, a smaller pentagon, right? And and then you go, uh, you go to school and you realize there's such a thing as other people and social justice and, you know, uh, uh, distribution of wealth and so on and so forth. And your, your network of your Pentagon has to become a bigger Pentagon, hmm. right? And in order to jump to that bigger Pentagon, you have to exert energy and effort and information in order to enlarge that belief. Right, right. right. And... and uh, it's it's funny, uh, Sean, that you you could you you see that the role, for example, of neurotransmitters here is being studied. That if your GABA levels are high, which is the inhibitory neurotransmitter brain, right? Your GABA levels are high, you will tend to vote more conservatively. Uh -huh. Right? You'll be closer to my survival, my reproduction, my selfish needs, right? But if it's lower, right, then you are going to to vote more liberally huh. right uh, because you're looking at more uh, you know the the social good and so on and so forth so <clears throat> there is a biological basis with the way we've felt right yeah. it's people think that it's, that it's just you know inherited from parents and so on and so forth and points of view uh, and so on but really when you look at it there is we have uh, you know certain biological under, underpinnings for the way we vote interesting right? I've uh, heard that before yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, studies um, in, in in that particular regard. You know, whereas people think, yeah, oh, I'm voting for that because because they thought so and so on and so forth. But you you measure their GABA levels and they're really highly conservative, huh. right? Uh, <laughs> so there's really really high high GABA content. But very interestingly, uh, and this is what's interesting, Sean. They put in uh, there was a study where they put uh, uh, people who are uh, self-judged to be liberal and people who are self-judged to be conservative and they made those who are self-judged to be conservative to watch cnn and those who were self-judged to to be liberal to watch fox news and it was uh, uh, it was very telling those who were um uh made to watch the conservatives who were made to watch cnn changed their points of views and beliefs about things you know this was in in, in um uh there was a uh, scale that, and th those that watch Fox News didn't change their views about anything. Ah, funny. <laughs> it's funny, right? It's it's kind of funny. Um, but but we have these kinds of things, and um, you know, of course, people will fight about these things. But I always really like, as I said, I always look for the what's the uh, lowest uh, level that we could get to that will give us. The more fundamental results, yeah. right? We tend to blame everything else, but you know, there's really a lot of other factors uh, that are involved in our decision-making processes, and you know, so even even in the in the strength of your ego, for example, and and so on, it's is all also uh, that's also driven the 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 uh, speed by which your your uh, thoughts and emotions capture your attention, sort of like yes. You know, I have your flag. Um, that's also determined by how fast your neurotransmitters are working, right? Um, how fast your 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 uh, uh, your uh, uh, 
processing is going. Look, we can even make a mistake. Remember the famous experiment where, you know, they were uh, playing basketball, um, you know, made to play basketball on stage and black and white and oh, count yeah. how many times so white passes and there was a gorilla in the middle. Yeah, right. 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 And we are subject to those kinds of things. That's right. Right. And yeah, we ignore a lot of those stuff uh, and so on because we you know, we're evolutionary wired that way. Wow. Right. We're, we're wired that way. So we have a lot of these things that are going on inside us. So therefore, the solution for increased awareness yeah. is also inside us. And if we could nudge that by the use of some molecules, yeah, it's great. And, you know, these molecules are non-addicting. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, they're not. you know, you have a health respect and reverence for them. And, you know, for people who are truly afraid, they can, you know, they can, uh, I'm not, I'm not advocating the use of illegal substances, but if you really are curious, et cetera, you can start with a microdose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do, uh, yeah, and do your research and, and stay legal, you know, then yeah. do your reading, figure it out, do, do, do the research. And, and before you do that, make sure that you have the energy to engage with that sort of journey um, that, that you can actually do something with it use it to your point earlier in order to be able to step forward and to lean forward into your life and to lead forward into changing into being a better version of you so that you can show up in the world so that you can improve the people around you you've got to have your energy you've got to be rested and focused and have nutrients in your body and and that comes from taking your own health and wellness and optimization into your own hands. Yeah. Look, Sean, before I was asked, you know, um, hey, you know, Dr. Ted, your your method is really expensive. Well, it's expensive now. You know, when uh, you uh, when, when MRI was new, you know, you were willing to pay four thousand bucks per scan. But now it's like uh, down to six hundred or 400 bucks i said this is the same thing is that when when people when doctors and practitioners are become used to looking at health indicators instead of disease indicators right right so we're so used at looking at disease indicators we don't know how to look at health indicators that's why i started homehope.org right is to teach people hey here are the health indicators you know because we now have the technology to create them yes and now that we're able to take a look at these health indicators and so on, then we should, you know, it's time to, to do that and, and uh, 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 adopt the perspective that really health is a, uh, a spectrum, right? And, um, you know, we, we were talking about health the whole time, but my favorite definition of health is what I give out. It's A plus B plus C, right? It's a very simple definition. It's the absence of disease plus the balance between the anabolic and catabolic processes according to C, the life cycle of the mm. organism. Mm. And B right there, the balance between the anabolic and catabolic processes is a resistance to entropy, right? Yeah. When you are, you're younger, you're growing, you have a lot more anabolic processes. When you're older, you're more senescent, you know, you're... Um, lesser resistance to entropy. And our goal as health optimizers, Sean, is to keep you at that balance, right? Uh, to, to keep you at that balance where you're, you know, between uh, between your mTOR and AMPK pathways for yeah. those uh, uh, listeners of yours who, who know that pathway very well, but very important according to the life cycle. And that's what I hate 
when I see magazine articles actually saying, you know, these exercises are the best for you. And I, I, I always ask, at what age? Yeah. You know, at what age? You know, yeah. you, you, you never uh, for, forget those things. Yeah. Uh, so that's. Well, we, this is, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm st- I'm so honored to be able to have a conversation like this with you. I, it, this, the, to be able to share, to absorb, to receive, to, to facilitate a conversation like this means so much to me, Dr. Ted. And I take this very seriously and I, and I have so much gratitude for this opportunity to learn as much as I did today. And, um, uh, I, I, I just I wanted to say thank you. I want to say thank you for for this opportunity. Um, before I ask the final question, um, which is of course, as you may remember, a fill in the blank question. Um, one one thing that we didn't get to, but I'm going to talk about in the in the pre notes is the uh, is the blue canatine um, and some of the products that you provide because they're incredible. Pause. No. Would you mind before before I tell people where before you tell people where they can find you, how they can connect with you, and all that good stuff, all the details? Can you tell us a little bit about about Blue Canonite and Methylene Blue, the, the product the product that you provide? Yes, um, uh, Blue Canatine, uh, as I said, I created for myself because when I land, I either have to see high power clients or patients, or I have to deliver a lecture. Um, or be in some meeting where major decisions are going to be made. And, you know, uh, usually, at, you know, 22 hour flight to go to the East for me. Um, and then you're out uh, actually meeting, uh, seeing patients the next day. So I created this product for myself and uh, it has methylene blue and methylene blue is uh, actually an electron donor, right? Um, uh, to the, um, uh, electron transport chain. And so it uh, basically increases your um, neuronal energy, uh, your your cell's energy. And uh, remember that this is a buccal trochee. You put the trochee between your upper cheek and gum. So the absorption is actually closer to the blood supply of the brain. Um, the, the second uh, ingredient there is uh, um, Caffeine, right? 50 milligrams, which is uh, essentially works on your uh, nicotinic receptors and is uh, responsible for your working memory. You couldn't be forgetful, you know, of, especially when you're talking to heads of state, for example. <laughs> 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 yeah. and, and then um, the and then uh, I, I also use uh, uh, nicotine, uh, nicotine, right? Um, uh, which is uh, good for your, uh, uh, also good for your short-term memory. And uh, caffeine is actually, uh, can wake you up. However, combination of uh, caffeine and nicotine can actually spike, you know, make you jittery. So I put in CBD in there that mm-hmm. rounds out that spikiness. That's why people don't feel the spikiness. And therefore, there's also no calm down from from the sudden uh, spike. And the fact, you know, what I, I um, uh the, I, what I described, the focus that you get, is what I call a wide focus. And the the example I can give is that when I lecture, a wide focus means that I can focus on my lecture and at the same time I'm looking at my audience and how they're responding. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And and the uh, the the um, 
the response and you can adjust, you know, um, what you're saying according to how your audience is responding. So you have a wide focus. Though now just blue was actually is actually just methylene blue. And it, this was a request for us from many people um, uh, because it's very hard to find pharmaceutical grade methylene blue, which we use, of course. I'm taking pharmacology, so I use only pharmaceutical grade products. Yeah. Right? Um, even our crystals, for example, for CBD are actual crystals, right? Uh, we don't use uh, oil or anything like that. Huh. Um, uh, so the hey, my, my training is in drugs. So I treat everything as drugs and, you know, I, I package everything as, uh, you know, for for uh, for safety purposes. Yeah. Um, uh, what for am I trained if I'm not able to do that? Right. But, um, you know, um, you know, when I took a look at the do uh, the dosage is actually there at 16 milligrams. And um, the reason why I picked up that dose is that uh, I really had no basis uh, for, for that, except for the current trials that are going on for Parkinson's, uh, for Alzheimer's rather, sorry. It's eight to 16 milligrams, so I opted for 16 milligrams. You can quarter the trochees anyway, but th that's not the claim, right? Uh, what we're do doing is, uh, again, uh, it's what I call a bright focus. There's no, there's no sensorial cue, meaning you don't get that, that you know, wow, you know, there's the, there's the uptake. Uh, even if it's gentle, you don't, you don't feel that, but you feel it slowly growing. That's why I called instead of a wide focus, I call it a bright focus. You mm. just feel energized. Your brain just feels energized. Now the others um, that I'm creating, uh, Sean, are. Uh, something for pain. It's uh, it of course will contain THC and CBD uh, because for pain uh, CBD and you know some some uh, basic probably plant materials and the other one would be for anxiety and the other one would be for insomnia. And as you can see, all of these products actually have something to do with health optimization. We're not. I'm not doing. I'm not formulating this willy-nilly i'm formulating this because we need it in practice yeah. right some people need relief right away right and health optimization works over time it takes your takes about 90 to 120 days for your blood cells to change and therefore that's when you expect your your health optimization the levels of your vitamins minerals um and so on to actually uh reflect the truer levels right so um, but in the meantime, what do you do in those three months? You know, your your patient or your client is in pain or is um, you know cannot sleep and so on. So that's why these products are being uh, made. Awesome, so great. Oh man. Um, so where can where can people get a hold of you? Where can they learn more? Um, for um, those who are wanting to practice health optimization, whether or not you're a doctor, uh, there's a homehope.org, you know, home is health optimization medicine for doctors. Hope is health optimization practice for health practitioners, right? And um, the only difference is that the practitioners cannot prescribe, right, uh, medications. But otherwise, you go through the same pathway. It would be great that if you're a home practitioner, you also know of a ho home doctor. And initially, we serve as that for you. Where the you know uh, essentially the the if uh, your patient has a concomitant or your client has concomitant diseases and so on, um, the brand of um, uh, is transcriptions.com. It's uh, T R O uh, as in 
Turkey, the transcriptions and prescriptions, right? So transcriptions.com. Um, it's a brand of a company called snhlife.com. And SNH stands for smarter, not harder. <laughs> um, yes. And our my joke is that our byline is we're not a condom company. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, <laughs> um, and if you're in Asia, I'm based in Manila. Um, people usually come to me um, from other parts of Asia. And it's at uh, biobalanceinstitute.com. That's where also created a proof of concept for health optimization medicine and practice, Sean. So uh, to prove that it's actually, uh, I have to prove that it works. Uh, number one, it improves your, your health or puts you on the health track. And second, it's a viable practice for practitioners. You have to prove that they can make money, right? Yeah. Uh, by doing this practice. So that's uh, that's already done, and it's in Asia at biobalanceinstitute.com. Awesome. Right? You, you can connect to us at Instagram at, at, at transcriptions, um, where you would see everyone having blue tongues, and uh, you know that's <laughs> you, it's, you can't miss that. There's no yeah. There's no you know you know that uh, you, I mean you just can't you, you see the blue tongues on Instagram. You know where they're coming from. Yeah, Dave Asprey's uh, box uh, this time, you know, he was opening them with a blue tongue and that yeah. was our product. That was our product, Just Blue. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because uh, some, some people some pe some people are wary. They don't like to take nicotine. They, they, they uh, want to take caffeine, you know. Yeah. Um, they don't want to take CBD. I said, well, okay, you know, then here. It, it has that, you know. Uh, bright focus, as I said, you feel energized. Yeah. Uh, so as, as you may know, uh, my last question is uh, a fill in the blank question, and this can be based on whatever and feel free to elaborate or keep it as short as you'd like, um, based on everything that you know, which is a mountainous galactic amount of things. Uh, please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing that lifestyle, your lifestyle determines a lot of your health. So I have this saying, Sean, that say so they say, Dr. Ted, everything that you're saying is expensive, the supplements are expensive, da 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 da. I said, okay. I said, uh, and I say this uh, often to people, the, the recipe for an optimized health is really very simple, right? Sleep well, hydrate well, eat well, ground well, move well, breathe well, relate well, and love well. All of those are lifestyle factors. Dr. Ted Achikoso, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you for having me, Sean. I am an often on listener, but I like what you do. And scene. That's that. <laughs>